Good afternoon, amigos, and bienvenidos a Cafecito with Rosie on Air, where you will find pure, positive, and inspiring ideas to help you achieve a thriving, profitable, and successful business. My name is Rosie Paulson, and I'm the owner of Rosie Paulson's Enterprises, where I passionately help business owners succeed. My brand promise is knowledge, connection, success. So I take this opportunity to showcase business owners in the areas that are my friends and that they service the community with a servant heart. Because we all know that putting our clients first, finding the best version of ourselves, makes this a better place to live. Today, I am so proud to introduce my really good friend, Yvette Benaroche. Hello, Yvette. How are you? Good, Rosie. Thank you for inviting me. Great, great. And Yvette, your story is just amazing. So you and I met each other on the political arena, but the one thing that we have in common other than our, our conservative values is that we are both business owners and that we thrive on uh, our, our own and the companies we own. So tell me a little bit about the company that you own, um, where are you located, and what do you do for people? Okay, so um, I am the owner of Affordable Landscaping Service and Design, LLC. We are a full-service landscaping company out of Marco Island, Florida. Um, and we provide all services regarding landscaping, meaning from designing all the way to maintaining. So we do um, landscape design, landscape installation, uh, landscape maintenance, uh, tree trimming, pest control, irrigation, pavers, whatever the customer needs regarding their landscape uh, needs with their home, um, we provide. Good, good, good. Thank you so much for that information. And one of, one of the things that I teach my uh, uh, listeners is that, uh, or uh, my business owners, is that people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So I like to ask people, who is Yvette? You know, my guest, who are you? What's your background? What's your story? Are you married? You have children? Um, tell me a little bit about Yvette, the person. So Yvette is originally from Puerto Rico, and I moved to Florida uh, about 18 years ago. I am married to Albert Benaroch, which I met here in the United States um, about six months after I arrived. And I have two sons, Zachary, 15, and Daniel, 13. So my story is like many others. We, I moved here looking for a better quality of life. Um, this is the greatest country in the world. Um, I am an Air Force veteran, so I serve this country proudly. And I moved here, got married, and at the time my husband had a smaller uh, landscape company. And once we got married, then uh, we built it to what it is today, which we have now 48 employees and over 500 customers. Wow, 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 wow. That it's an amazing accomplishment. Um, so what has been the most famous person that you have done work for? 
Okay, so we used to maintain the um, the house. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise's mom, she used to live here in the island, and we used to take care of that home. Um, but we've also um, uh, take care of a customer that um, some country singer used to own that house. Uh -huh. um, I can't think of the name now. So then when the new customer bought it, um, then we, we maintain that house. Um, so those are the, I think that the most famous people that I, I serve. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, some of the things that I, I ask people is um, uh, my business owners, uh, you need to find your passion and what makes you thick, right? And that is what you will project to your paying thrive or the customers that know you and then that they would like you and do business with you. Um, what is the one thing that you consider yourself to be so good at that you can do it on your sleep? So I have um, a thing with service is in my DNA. I mm -hmm. serve this country and I always say service is what's going to keep you in business. So in my company, we strive to be the best that we can be at service. Because I always say anybody can do what I do. Anybody can do landscape. Anybody can, you know, mow a lawn. But when it comes to servicing that customer and making sure they're satisfied, it takes really special people to be able to handle that. Because, you know, as, we, as you know, we're all different, different personalities. So that's, that's my number one passion, like service. Like I, I want to provide the best service I can. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So we also met on the political arena and that's really where your social media profile has become very strong and very thriving. What were you always a conservative you consider or were you, where did your political engagement started? Okay. So I've always been a, a Republican conservative. Um, it's just that I never really got involved. Mm -hmm. until uh, 2016 and uh, you know then I, I got I started a little bit and then once I remember when I met you and then we started the Hispanic chapter here in my area um, that's when I really got involved and um, I've been literally like breathing sleeping politics for the last two years uh, making sure that we can keep uh, this country the greatest country in the world because even though we're not perfect, we're still the best country in the world. Right. And I know by the time we air this program, um, the, we, it's probably going to be closer or um, uh, we will know who will be taking the, the White House. So um, I know you visited re uh, D.C. recently and the million, million people march, I think that was the call. Um, Tell me a little bit about that experience. How was it? Okay, so it was the Million MAGA March, and it was Patriots going to D.C. Um, in, in support of a fair uh, election, meaning that we want all eligible legal votes to count. Mm -hmm. um, our, our elections are sacred. Our vote is sacred. And this is why we are the best country in the world, because of our of our voting system, you know, and we cannot allow um, for electoral fraud um, or the integrity of our election to be questioned. So we went there and it was a great experience. I can tell you like the March um, meeting so many people was over a million 
uh, people in support of President Trump and um, the uh, fair elections. And it was great. We had a great time. Um, it was happiness, music. You know, it was just wonderful. But then you have uh, the other side of D.C., which I, I, <laughs> I tell people in order to know what's going on, you need to be there. I was there. And once you go into that area they call Black Lives Matter Plaza, you can feel the darkness. It's like an eerie feeling, very spooky. And you see people, but it's like when you look into their eyes, there's like no soul, no life within them. It's really like, it's very sad, um, very scary. Like you can't be out after 6.30 because they literally come out and attack you and, um, you know, beat you up or, you know, they kind of look for people that are walking by themselves or they know they can't defend themselves. So it's, it's, it's really, um, it's, it's things you see literally in like, um, third world countries. Um, and that shouldn't be happening here in the United States. Now, one thing that you mentioned one time at one of the presentations that I was blessed to be part of is that a lot of the, um, people that have exit from Puerto Rico that come to Florida due to the Hurricane Maria, they're adapting here, right? Um, and everything is new and culturally everything is new. So politics perhaps is one of the things in their back in the back of their mind because first of all they have to learn the English language second of they do have to help kids uh, through school and stuff like that. But you mentioned that they are actually um, swing voters because they really don't know they might be democrats uh in puerto rico but the reality is because the the system there it's a little bit different like uh, you know um they are what we would call the libertarian party is the conservative party over there and things like that but you talk about education on that part why is that so important for people to educate that community um so they can so they can have their voices being heard. So as, as you know, Puerto Ricans, uh, we are privileged to be American citizens by birth, um, but we have our own form of government in the island because we're not a state. We're, we're mainly like a, a territory, a commonwealth in the United States. So we have our own form of, form of government, our own politics. So when we move here, it's, it's very different. So um, education, it's, it, it, it was key for me these last two years, and it will continue to be part of, of what I do on my platform because we need to make sure that we know, um, Puerto Ricans know about the U.S. Constitution. They know about the different party platforms um, because Puerto Ricans are considered swing voters because they vote on issues. And one issue that I know is very important to them, it's, it's economy. Um, we all move here looking for a better way of life, better quality of life. And in order to do that, we have to have opportunities to better education and better jobs. Um, so that's like number one key. Um, and also lower taxes. We don't like uh, the government taking our money. So, you know, education is key and we will continue doing that. And I think um, this last campaign, they actually did excellent in that. And we went out, we educated voters. Um, we went out for the Hispanic voters because their values are conservative. So um, they, you know, they, they kind of like, like me, I'm a conservative. So I kind of go with the Republican platform because that's where my values are. And most of the time they don't know that. So it's important that we remind them of that. And, um, and we got, I mean, Florida was one state that the Hispanics 
delivered to President Trump, and we got like over forty-five percent of yeah. the vote. So I, we were very, um, we're very proud of that. Yeah, forty-seven percent is uh, of the vote that went to President Trump's campaign was uh, from the Hispanic uh, community. Now, uh, another question too is a lot of people says, "Well, don't mix." But you know, if you start talking too much about politics, that's going to hurt your business. Was that your case? Not really. If you, if anybody looks at my profile, I have a little smart car, and I wrapped it with Trump, Trump stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like an eagle with a Trump wig, and so and I drive my my city is very small, so everybody knows who I am, and I'm proudly, you know, I voice my opinion. One thing I say, I treat my customers all the same. I uh -huh. I you know, so Democrats, Republicans, Independents, they all get the same quality of service, and. You know, we don't talk politics when I'm out in the yard unless, you know, we're like both Republicans and they know, you know, so they, they, they bring politics and we talk about it. Um, but, no, it didn't hurt my business. I actually earned um, some business from it um, because, you know what, we cannot be afraid to be who we are and to express our opinions. And what I say, if a customer is not going to want my service because I am a conservative woman, and I, I love President Trump, then I don't need him as customers, you know, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, and I think that's part of knowing who you are as a business owner and who you your thrive is, you know, not everyone is your uh, your paying customer. Not everyone is the person that you want as a client. And uh, I think the most transparent you are as, a, as yourself, um, that's the thrive that you're going to attract. And they'll be the people that know you, like you, and trust you. Um, so why not being transparent? Uh, because it will be more difficult to be somebody that you're not than being who you were, you were meant to be, right? Um, one of the, the things I do bring people, um, when I bring people to my show and I ask them for a tip, um, what, what was one of the tips that people can use as of right now, being in your business, on your social media platform, or in your life with your, with your husband, with your children, that people can use immediately and they can make their life or whatever they're struggling with better? Like, what is one of, the, say, a book that you probably perhaps read at one time or a, a platform or a app that you use in your phone? What is the one thing that you say, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread? Okay, so the one thing I always tell people, because it doesn't matter how many books you read or how many platforms you use, the one thing uh, that will help you in life, no matter what you do, is to love yourself. Mm -hmm. Always love yourself, love how you are. Because once you do that, then everybody's going to see you um, with those eyes and then you can start reading the books, but you always have to love yourself first. Mm -hmm. It does because if you don't, it doesn't matter how many books you read or how many social platforms you use. It's not going to work because you got to start with you. Um, once you do that, then then there's many uh, books out there that you can read depending what you like. Um, I like uh, John Maxwell series in leadership. I think those are great books. Um, I have a few of them. Um, but I think number one, you have to be happy with who you are and love yourself first. Yeah, that is such a that's a, such a great tip. I think sometimes people are too hard uh, with the person in the mirror. And if you really think about it, that's the that's the person that's gonna be there through thick and thin. And if you don't um, 
if you don't love that person and you don't encourage that person and you're not compassion to that person, then uh, all the time you just feel this heaviness of, of, uh, of not being enough, right? Not being enough. Um, another thing that I always like to ask to, uh, to my guests is that if you could go back in time and tell your, vers- your younger person, the, the v- younger person, you, right? Uh, one thing that you will know in the future, what will that one thing be? Okay, so I always I always wanted to go to law school, and the mm-hmm. one thing I would change, I had the chance to do it. I was accepted, but mm-hmm. I was already in the United States, so um, I, I really didn't want to move back. So the one thing I do have, like if I could do it all over again, I would go to law school. But it's never too late. I'm thinking about, I still have time. I'm, I'm still young. <laughs> so I can always do it. There's, you know, there's people that graduate when they're 70. It doesn't matter, you know. It, whatever you want to accomplish in life, there's no time limit. Just do it when you can. Right, right. And that is true. And what uh, branch of the uh, armed forces did you serve? I was in the Air Force. Oh, and how was that experience? How long were you there? And, you know, like your biggest takeaway of your time in there? Okay, so I was there for one tour. Um, I was stationed in England, and it was great. I think it actually um, made me mature. Um, Mm -hmm. At the time when I joined, um, I really didn't want to go to college at the time, and I really didn't know what to do with myself, so I needed some kind of guidance. Mm-hmm. And I joined the military, and I proudly served the country. I think, in my opinion, everybody should do two years. It really, like, impacts your life. It teaches you discipline, respect. Um, it's it's really amazing. And um, I, I made so many great friends. I met so many people. I traveled um, and did things that, you know, uh, I probably would have never done because, you know, um, growing up, you know, we were poor we're, we're not you know rich so um the traveling and stuff it was it would have been really hard for me to do so um so I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to do that and I encourage everybody you know even two years and you get to really 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 appreciate your country and what we stand for yeah and as a matter of fact I share in my book uh, how in Ecuador the um the uh, military is mandatory for boys, and I believe now it's for girls too, but when I was there 32 years ago, it was mandatory that as soon as the guys, uh, uh, the boys will finish high school, they will have to go to military school. Not one of my kids uh, Steven so bad to go to military school but yeah he was not having it because I think like you said it teaches you discipline it teaches you to respect authority and really in life um, you're going to be as successful as your allow your mind to be successful but part of that is submitting to authority there's people uh, yeah there's people at your job but if you don't know how to deal with your father at home you will not know how to deal with your boss uh, so I think military kind of brings that in perspective plus the great opportunities and the great friendship now that's also beneficial for your business too because you can you can get a certification that you are a hispanic businesswoman owned and now that you are veteran owned right yes um um you know there's certain uh, applications that when they ask you those, those questions and i get you know uh, i guess it gives you a little bit of advantage um mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my son actually going back to your, you wanting your son, my son now in high school, you know, he's doing ROTC because even though he, maybe he's not going to have a, a career in the military, 
at least I wanted him to experience the four years. And I have seen a great change and a positive change in him. Mm-hmm. And that is that is uh, amazing, too, because, you know, you your kids are always watching. I always tell people, you know, stop walking the walk. You got to talk the talk because your kids, although they, they you might think they're not watching, they're always, always watching. Um, so this gives us uh, one um, last um, uh, question here, and um, it's how people can find you. Can you tell me your website, your, you know, uh, your social media platforms, your phone number, or your email? Go ahead and share all that information with you, with us. Okay, so um, you can find me on Facebook under Gladivet Benaroch. Um, I also have uh, profiles under Gladivet the Conservarican, Affordable Landscaping Service and Design. Um, so you can find me on those, uh, mainly on Facebook. Uh, I do have Twitter, but I, I, for some reason, I don't use it that much. Um, email, I have um, alsmarcoevet at gmail.com. I could be reached there if it's uh, landscaping or any type of business related. If it's in the political arena and somebody wants to reach, me, reach out to me, then you can reach out to me at evette. That's Y-V-E-T-T-E at R-N-H-A-F-L dot org. Um, and my cell phone number, um, 239-253-8507. Text works better. Um, so that's where you can find me. Well, Yvette, it has been a pleasure to be able to have you in my show today. Thank you so much. Um, and my friends, this is just another opportunity to quote one thing that one of the sentences on my book in the chapter that talks about giving back to the world. You have to be aware of aware of, and look for opportunities to pay it forward, to connect with people who need your expertise and to be a part of something bigger than yourself. As a business owner, you will be able to have more opportunities when you open your sphere of influence to get involved with a nonprofit organization that can use your services, that they can use your skills. By giving back without expecting anything in return, you're not only changing your person, you feel good, but you will change your environment and you will change your community and you will also inspire others to find their purpose in life and to be pure, positive and inspiring. Thank you so much, my friends, one more time for listening to my show, Cafecito with Rosie on TV. Talk to you next time. Ciao.